0: Hey everyone. Welcome to Coffee with your counselors, Miss Deeds and Miss Amy. A time of the day where we can have a brain break together to think about how to care for ourselves and to interact with the world around us. Hope you enjoy our time
1: together. Welcome to our seventh episode of Coffee with the Counselors. Today, we have special guest with us, Danny. Bergstrom, senior at Uni High.
2: Hi, good morning. How's it going? It's going well. I mean, we're almost done with first semester, so I couldn't ask for more. Yeah.
1: We're so excited to see you and have you join us today. We are going to talk about what it's like to have a job when you're in
2: high school. So, you have a job, right? yes i do i am a hostess at applebee's Ooh. when did you get this job at applebee's i am the hostess with the most i got it in january or no july <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah and what made you motivated to get a job
2: well i personally did not have any um money because i didn't do babysitting and i also wanted to drive around Cause I got handed down a car and so I need gas money Mm -hmm. because I need to, you know, pay for other things. So I was like, let's get a job. And because I got very bored at home. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: All great reasons
0: to get a job
1: and being a hostess at Applebee's, I am sure you deal with all kinds of people.
2: (laughs) Yes. Applebee's (laughs) does not always have the greatest crowd. (laughs) Um, so I think it personally very it helped with my customer service skills which is nice it helped me with how to deal people which always looks good on a resume I think mm-hmm. so can you tell us like what is a typical day
1: on a shift for you
2: well sometimes my manager likes to only schedule a host and not a like a cleaning person so then she makes me do both and so then I'm I'm always moving, I'm seating people and I'm cleaning up after they leave. And then I'm just, whenever they'll be like, excuse me, ma'am. And then I gotta go get their soul. And when I'm obviously doing something, it gets very annoying, but it's all for the customer satisfaction. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sounds like you keep moving a lot. Like, you know, you're yeah. always being really active and do your feet hurt when
2: you get home? Um, not really. I, I do have mad cows though, which I'm really sad about. But the other day, on Saturday, I worked a double shift, and I got, like, 17,000 steps. Oh, but wow. my job, I was getting, like, 100 a day. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, oh, is that upgrade? Mm-hmm. That's, like, many miles, 15,000
2: <laughs> steps. And I was like, wow, I'm in shape. But then I got a free meal, so I was like, I totally wiped out anything I did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, like Ms. Diedrich said, I'm sure you have to have some pretty good people skills to be able to work with all these different types of customers, especially, I don't know, the late at night, rowdy crowd. I remember after college, I used to work at Auntie Ann, the pretzel store at the mall. Mm. And the wide range of different customers always amazed me, you know, because there's always like the normal people who would come to just get a pretzel. And then we had like the old elderly mall walkers in the morning who were always so sweet and would come up to the counter and be like, can I have a sample? (laughs) But then there were always the really grouchy customers that would get so mad about a pretzel. And I would be like, actually, I kind of felt bad for them. I was like, how hard is your life that you would get so angry about one
2: pretzel, you know? Yep. There are people who come in and just have a bad mood. And I'm like, why are you going out to, to eat if you're just going to be negative about everything the whole time? And we also have a lot of anti-maskers. We'll be like, can you put a mask on? And then they they get mad and like cuss us out and then they leave. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you.
1: <laughs> yeah, what's it been like working in a, like the restaurant industry during COVID?
2: Well, we have a lot of new cleaning like protocols or whatever. So it's a it's a lot to keep up on. And then there's like and then the customers again, they don't always wear their masks, which is like what you're required to. So if you're not going to put on a mask, you can't like eat here. But technically, we're closed down right
1: now. Well, I remember I used to be a hostess and then I was a waitress at Buffalo Wild Wings. And I remember the most frustrating thing about it was we'd have open tables, but we wouldn't have enough servers and and you don't want to like back up the kitchen Mm -hmm. and so then people would come in and they'd be like well I see all these open tables right here like why can't I sit down and you'd be like well I'm sorry we can't sit those tables right now and then they'd get really mad and they'd yell at you so I feel like you have to develop like a semi-tough skin in order to be in that role because you're like the front line right like you're the one that's like (laughs) I mean, you're not really getting paid that much, but you're like the one that's like trying to bring like order and like some sort of like routine into like the restaurant. Right. So, mm-hmm. which now I understand. I think that if I didn't ever work in a restaurant, I would have never understood why can't you just sit me at that
2: open table? <laughs> yeah. The servers get so stressed out sometimes.
1: Yeah. What about like, um, like workplace connections or relationships with the people within the within your workplace
2: um I actually really love the people at Applebee's they're really nice and they're funny and they're they're yeah and I know that other places can have awful management and awful coworkers, so I'm really grateful that I didn't end up with that but it's really lax also it's not like I don't know and the manager's really chill so I think I got lucky in that sense
0: Yeah, I think something that's really important is developing people skills in any job you have, because we're always going to be working with different people. And sometimes we're more in the service industry where we're serving people. But even if we're not, even people who have like desk jobs or work independently, you still have to interact with your coworkers. And really that kind of, for me, that always makes or breaks how much I like my job is the people that I work with. And sometimes you have to like learn how to be a good coworker you know, and Amy, how do you like the people at this job? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, that's one of the things I really, really genuinely enjoyed about working at uni coming here. Everyone has been so friendly. And then there's Miss Diedrich, who's like my best work friend. So it's like a pleasure to work every day at uni, you know, and I think if you can find a job that you can connect with the people, then, then that's extra bonus. But that's Mm -hmm. not always the case. You know, you can't control who the people that you work with. So learning how to work with those difficult people, if you have difficult people, you know, that's really important skill. Yeah. So what would you say would be a good starting point? Because we have a lot of people who are listening who have never held a job before and who might be even younger, you know. So what would be a good starting point to think about what job to work at?
2: Well, I knew that like I wanted somewhere where I could like benefit from the benefits, but none of them wanted me back. <laughs> so I just settled for Applebee's. But I also think doing like Indeed, I, you don't even have to apply through there. You can just look at what jobs are actually open and apply. Like I applied to Starbucks and or not Starbucks, Panera and um, American Eagle as well through there. And I got them, but I ultimately just chose Starbucks. But um, yeah, I just think if you're really desperate for a job, like I was, I I went to Applebee's, but I would also apply to places that you actually think you'll like working at. And you said Indeed, what is this? What it's is like it? a like a a job website kind of. It just lists all the, and you can make your resume on there and like send it off to jobs. Do they have local openings on on the website? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where all of them were like. Uh, there's a lot of ones for Panera. There's some for Arby's, American Eagle. Hmm. Um, this random cafe. I know they just had a you. You can put like part-time teenager champagne Illinois, and it'll give you all the stuff. That's awesome. So yeah. how did you do? Oh. Auntie Ann's before like the, Was there internet? <laughs> was there internet? <laughs> how did you used to apply?
0: Well, you would just take your legs and go into the store and get a paper copy and fill out the application, which I think you can still do. I think many people still go into stores and get paper applications, but now there are a lot of things that are do, uh, done electronically and online, which is convenient, but I always thought it was better to, uh, for me to be able to give my paper to somebody to see their face and they could see my face. Um, just so that I know they got my application, because sometimes you just don't know on the internet. So I think that's still an option, but probably for convenience sake, a lot of people can apply online. But yeah, my Auntie Ann's job, it was after college, actually, and in between grad school, and I have always wanted to work there, because when I walk walked through the mall, I'd always see the the person in the window, like, the <laughs> yeah, I was like, I want to be that person. So just for fun, and because I love the pretzels, I decided to work there for a few months. And actually, it was so fun, because I did learn how to roll those pretzels and make, I, I learned the secret Auntie Anne's recipe. But I also really love the people that I work with. So it was just a, such a fun job. You know, and I got to know the old mall walkers in the morning. So did you get free pretzels? I did. At the end of the night, you know, they have the warmer. They usually just throw all those pretzels away. So sometimes I come home with like 15 pretzels, <laughs> I'd throw it away and I'd freeze it and give it to my mom because she loved them. <laughs> <laughs> but even before people have official jobs, there's also other just jobs that you can do without actually working for a company. You know, a lot of people start with babysitting, Or mowing people's lawns or raking people's leaves. Have you ever done anything like that,
2: Danny? Mm, No, I didn't do anything before that. (laughs) That's okay.
0: But sometimes people can start off that there just to gain some skills of like being committed to something and being on time and just kind of holding the responsibility of, I don't know, when you're babysitting, you're actually caring for people's lives (laughs) so that's very important small children but yeah I think there's a lot of different things that people can start with even before you actually go to like a business and apply to
2: yeah I always felt like babysitting like you have to like know like other families children but I just didn't like know any people with children so Mm -hmm. just me maybe I could have researched or something I don't know Well,
0: it kind of goes to show how, how times have changed because when I was in high school, I remember when one of the families that I babysat for lived in the, like one of the houses behind me and I was in my backyard one day and they just came up to the fence and they're like, Hey, do you babysit? (laughs) And I said, yeah, like, you want to come over next week and babysit our kids. And that's how I started to babysit them. But I would never go back in the backyard and just some random person be like, Hey, you want to come over and watch my kids while I leave (laughs) hours at night? So I really think times have changed because especially even for babysitters, I know there's services online where you have to go and like do a background check and put your profile and people can really research who they're getting before before you're hired on to babysit. Mm-hmm.
1: You know, when I was 14, I babysat four kids and <laughs> now there's people that won't even like leave their 14 year old at home alone. Like, I don't know, like times have just changed. That
0: is very true. So Danny, what do you what kind of advice do you have for students at uni who are thinking about
2: getting a job? I think you should because well this year has been really nice because I have a lot of free time. I mean, I only go to I only have three classes a day just because I have my schedule lined up. And so I liked I like having something new in the evening and like I made friends with the co-work. I made friends with the coworkers, so it's always nice to go and see them. But also, I think you should get a job because uni is kind of a small bubble. And I think getting out to see different types of people that aren't going to a really nerdy school. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I just think it's nice to meet new people. So
1: back whenever there was eight classes a day and, you know, then there'd be homework for eight classes a day at night. Do you feel like you would have enough time to then go and work a job right after school? And be involved in what other whatever other extracurriculars that you're involved
2: in? Um, I don't I don't really know because I would have done sports in the fall. And that's kind of what I'm I'm debating with like struggling with now because in the spring sports will start back up. And, I mean, I can ask to move it to weekend only, but I don't know if they'll, like, like me like that yet. So, I really just have to, like, feel it out. And I hope, I hope I can do both, but I just really don't know. But during old school, I think, no, actually, I don't think I could have done it. I think it could only have been weekends only because now I don't have sports in the evening. I get, I don't have that much homework, and I have a whole Wednesday to do homework if I need. So, I think there's a lot of extra time that allowed me to do a, this, to have a job.
0: What are some jobs that students do you think can apply to? Like there's restaurants in the area.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so- oh, a lot of students like to go work at the lab, which no, that's fine. No shade to them. They're furthering their research career. I mean, I personally was never interested in that, but whatever. Well, it's their boat, but I know um, uni students who worked at Chipotle, Panera, mm-hmm. um, American Eagle, Dairy Queen. Places at the mall. Yeah. Oh, I know someone who worked at Coles. I think it's just those entry level, like, jobs that deal with food or, uh, or, like, retail, just those jobs. You have to be a certain
1: age to work at those jobs,
2: do you know? It varies like I wanted to also work at um, Bath and Body Works, because I love Bath and Body Works, but you have to be 18. But Applebee's, it depends on what job you want to do, honestly, again. Yeah, I,
0: I feel like working with food, you have to be a little older.
2: Um, You have to be, if you want to serve alcohol at Applebee's, it's my understanding, you have to be like 18 or 19. So I couldn't be a waiter, but I can do hosting.
1: So. I know we've kind of skipped around a little bit, but what about um, the interview process? So you put in your application through, you looked up, you looked, looked it up on Indeed, and then you emailed
2: them your resume. Is that yeah. what you did? Yeah, well, Applebee's was really desperate, I think. So they just like, oh, what are your hours? I was like, oh, I'm open all the time because it's summer. And they're like, oh, okay. And then they, they're like, when can you start? And I was like, oh, any day and she's like oh come in Friday I was like okay but when I applied to Starbucks they interviewed me on the phone it was just like what's your experience why would you want to work here and then they're like okay let's do another interview so then we went in person and they're like so what would you do if this happened they were like situational type questions and so that was the next step of the interview and then that's it, it they'll determine <laughs> Did you prepare for these interviews at all? For Applebee's, I went hardcore. I was so ready. I was like, I know when they were founded. I know who founded them. I know what states they're in. And they didn't ask anything. So I was so mad. So when Starbucks rolled around, I was like, you know what? They're probably not going to ask anything. Yeah, well, they did ask them. And I was like, oh, I know you guys started in Seattle just because I went there. And I was like, I think it was in the 90s. And she's like, it's 1971. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs>
1: So what do you think is the best thing that you've learned from this experience? Like if you had to pick one.
2: I don't know, I'd probably say people skills because you're also, you're learning to work with your coworkers, you're learning to like deal with the customers. So I think people skills is probably the best. What's the worst thing? The worst thing? Oh my God, my back hurts all the time. Every time I move it cracks, like this labor, I don't know if i was built for the labor life but i shall continue
1: what about like being on time and stuff has
2: that been hard i was only late one time and that was because i thought my shift started at a different time but they changed it but she was out chasing somebody so she didn't even notice so and other than that i'm usually five to ten minutes early
0: well that is really really important I know that when you think about having a job, you don't always think about like those soft skills they're called, but those things are really important in terms of like being on time, being a dependable worker, doing what you're supposed to do, especially, especially the being on time thing, you know, if your coworker is always late or then you have to kind of pick up the slack. Right. Mm -hmm. And so even just the small things of like being on time or being early, that's like a really important skill to have.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. What about the concept of being a team player? You know, like sometimes people will be like, oh, well, sometimes you have to do more than maybe is expected because you want to be a team player. Like, have you ever been asked to do that in your job?
2: Um, I like to do, I'm, I'm not trying to like toot my own horn, but I like to do more simply because it's doing something that I'm not regularly doing, like it's changing it up. I like to fold the silverware. I like to sometimes do the dishes. Actually, I don't like to do the dishes, I don't do that. Um, Sometimes I like to run the food. I don't know, it's just things like that aren't my job description that I'm not doing all the time. It's something about doing what you're not expected to do that makes me heart flutter.
0: (laughs) Well, and I'm sure the people that you work with really appreciate that about you too, right? Yeah. So they are all yeah. wanting to do that for you, too.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think if you help someone out. Well, I used to think if you like help someone, they'd help you back. That's not always the case. I just want to throw that out there. Some people I was like, oh, I'll help you while I'm not like that's Not what I'm supposed to be doing. And then they just never help me when I'm obviously struggling. So I'm like, OK, that's how you want to play it. Fine. <laughs> more helping for you. I'll help these other people which is a sad truth to learn, That is the truth.
0: Well, I think it's also about having a balance, right? Like you do want to be a team player and sometimes you you do have to like do a little more than expected maybe here and there, but then it's also important to advocate for yourself if you feel like you're doing, always doing too much, you know, and people aren't kind of holding up their end of the deal either. So it's a balance. And I think it's what you feel comfortable with too. and. There's different dynamics within each workplace that I think kind of play into that too. So, when um, did you work
2: at? When did you work at Buffalo Wild Wings? I worked there from like 2006
1: to 2009. You were there for a while. Yeah. And like my experience there, you know, like the people that you work with really become like the, like it became like majority of my social circle, right? Like you were with them all the time when you were working, you were with them all the time when you were not working. Um, What have you learned about work ethic, you think?
2: Mm, Applebee's is not a place that requires much work ethic. I think it's really lax there. But I'm assuming when you get higher up, your effort, because really it's a mindless job. You just got to sit people and do <clears throat> kind of the minimum. But I have noticed that some people won't even, they'll just seat people. Like they won't do the that. extra stuff. And that's, I was like, you have a low work ethic. And they're like, okay, I quit. I'm going to go work at Costco. Well, too bad you're not old enough. So now you got to work at TJ Maxx. Yeah. Yes. So I think. I think work ethic, it doesn't necessarily matter at entry level that much, depending on, I think a lot of places it doesn't matter too much at entry level, but the higher up you get, I think it matters, but I don't know, because you guys have higher jobs, what kind of work ethic, how does work ethic matter there?
0: I mean, honestly, I think that work ethic begins at your first job because it's not like when you get a certain job, you're like, okay, now I'm going to have a good work work ethic because this job is worth it. But it's kind of the attitude that you have from the start to say like, I'm going to do my best no matter what I do, even if I'm sweeping floors or I'm cleaning toilets or I'm a doctor. You know, um, I think We've talked about just having character in the past, and it has to be the character that you bring to your job to say, like, I'm going to do my best no matter what. Even if I'm seating people, I'm still going to do my best. Because honestly, like when you do go into a restaurant and you have a good hostess, you feel good. You're like, okay, they they have made my even beginning like coming into this restaurant pleasant or other people who uh, you can tell that they kind of hate their job. And you're like, okay, what's wrong with you? You know? So yeah, I think for me, it has taken a really long time to build a good work ethic. And a lot of times it's through mistakes that I made that I realize, like, oh, I shouldn't do that. Or I need to be on time more, or this really affects my coworker. If I act this way, you know, so mm-hmm. it's something that you develop, but I think from the start, if you can strive to have a good work ethic, then that's a good place to be.
2: Yeah. I, well, I know I said it doesn't matter that much of entry, but I think I do agree that a lot of times how you start will be how you progress. Like if you start with a good work ethic, you're going to progress along. It's like harder to start without one and get one than to start with one. Anymore.
1: Yeah. And I feel like, you know, part of part of a good work ethic I think that I've always um, valued is um, just like having a presentable affect and like having the ability that people feel like you're approachable and like that you're willing to do things for them and like you want to help them right so whether because whether you're a hostess or you're a counselor at uni like either way you have to be able to talk to a lot of different kinds of people and you want to be able to like have empathy towards them and be able to like try to understand where they're coming from. And, you know, at the end of the day, we both want our people to go away feeling better than the they found us, you know, like, I mean, there's a lot of similarities across, like even jobs is as different as like hosting and, you know, being a counselor at uni. So
2: Mm, I think the final part about being a job is quitting because at some point we all have to quit. And I recently, I was going to quit over text, but then I realized that is bad. And so I went in, I was like, can I put in my two weeks? She was not very happy. And put in your two weeks, do not just quit. Like, don't just stop showing up. They hate that, that's rude. You'll never get a recommendation from them. Like, don't do that. You gotta put in your two weeks so they can have time to readjust their schedule. And you gotta be like, nice, even though they're gonna hate you after. And then you can leave and they're not your problem.
1: I think that's a really good point. And I don't think that they're gonna hate you after you leave and (laughs) I think that
2: she's oh no, she, sco- she scheduled me for two doubles over the weekend mm-hmm. she just wants you to make as much money before you have to leave as possible all by myself I know she's
1: well maybe they just don't have anybody else and it's
2: fine, it's fine. I'm not salty it's okay
1: but I'm- yeah you're right like you know it's really easy to take the the easy way out right where you just text somebody oh I can't, I'm not coming back or whatever but that's not necessarily the right thing to do and you know, giving them the two weeks so that they can adjust their schedule and like fix their end. But you're right. You need to know when it's right, when time is right for you to move on to a different opportunity. Right. Like you shouldn't feel like you're trapped in whatever job that you have. And especially when you're young, you're trying to figure out, you know, what's right for you and your path. And so, you know, if you were presented with another opportunity, then you should take that. So we're really excited for you, Danny, as you actually
0: go through your promotion. And uh, (laughs) thank you so much for joining us today and sharing some of your experiences and advice on working and getting a job.
2: Thank you for inviting me. I suggest everyone who watched all 45 minutes, go and put yourself on the wait list for this podcast. (laughs) Thanks, Danny.
1: Thank you. Thanks, Danny. I miss seeing you in the SSL on the couch, but this was fun to catch up with you. (laughs) All right.
2: Bye bye.